You know, I learned that from I learned that from the best. Like when I'd say, "Hey, can I lose some weight?" and Dana would say, "Don't lose any dick weight." That was such a dig. It was it's it felt like it felt like a nice thing. It felt like a funny thing to say, but it was such a like dick-sized thing that it was like what the fuck does that mean? But you can't go, hey, are you being, oh, I was just joking. No, you were talking about my dick size. I don't know how to take it. Yeah, it was, it, I mean, it's some serious mind fuckery. Mind fuckery. Let's be objective just for a second. Okay. <laughs> I'm Don Hall. And I'm David Himmel. And this is the Literate Apecast. I want to talk to you. I wanted that. Well, they, they, we're recording it, so I, yeah. I hope there is conversation. Otherwise, it's, very, it's a lot of dead air. This is very convenient. I read a story in this magazine called The Atlantic. You might have heard me talk about it once or twice. I think The Atlantic. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, by Russell Berman. Headline, a radical idea for fixing polarization. Can proportional representation save American democracy? Great question. And it goes on. It's a fairly decently long read. I didn't count the words exactly. Um, yeah, but it, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it gets it's into got it. length. Yeah, it gets yeah it. it's a, it's a well-written article. Yeah, yeah. I'd read it before you sent it to me. So um, my first thought reading it was the thing about like talking about it with you was like you might see this as like oh it's just more alarmist shit like our country is at a precipice of democracy crumbling because it kind of has that tone at the beginning oh yeah no it's it's and definitely it the sky is yeah it's the sky is falling alarmist sort of catastrophizing uh bullshit it's what i mean you know i mean it, that is not to say the proportional uh representation is not a good idea yeah but the the idea that if we don't have this well yeah. we're all fucked is is for a country that's 246 years old you know uh in, in countries that are you know like china is like a tottering old man at four thousand years old so right. i think we you know we need to fucking calm the fuck down about how i mean qu let's be honest with you. our democracy the only thing that's really threatening our democracy is that the other day was the hottest fucking day in recorded history that's more of a threat to democracy than the republicans i'm sorry how do you figure that heat in the summertime and i'm not saying that you know the climate isn't changing at a more rapidly pace in part due to humans impact on the planet but like what does a hot day or the hottest day ever have to do with democracy well you know once it gets so hot that people die in billions they won't be able to vote and that's the end of democracy i'm okay okay dead sure. people dead people do not make up a democracy except for in chicago i, I was just gonna say tell that to the dailies <laughs> please wow uh, I mean, I, I, I like the idea of that, that they're talking about here. This, uh, uh, what the hell they call it? Jesus. Proportional like, representation. Proportional representation, which basically, instead of having a house of representatives where you have like people elected based on your population in the state, there are like 
three districts in the state and like every other block gets a representative and it's and the, i mean the whole point is to get a like a true cross-section and representation of the population versus sure. it makes gerrymandering next to impossible it's true it does make gerrymandering next to impossible it sounds like a great idea like well it also makes it also makes governance of any kind uh virtually impossible but okay i, I, I mean I, that's I, fine I agree with that i don't think that you need you know everyone to be in the same party because a lot of the, this story is talking about it comes down to a lot of parties and it, yeah yeah like the, the great aoc great aoc quote the quote Uh-oh. from aoc love aoc but is it a great quote yeah. let's the aoc quote about that she and joe Biden i'd love AO, i'd lay, i'd love aoc on her back wow I think that that was probably one of the most appropriate things. Thank you. <laughs> and, and necessary things. You know, we talk about this podcast. People ask me, like, oh, what's your podcast about, David? And I say, well, most of the time it's just two white cis male idiots talking about shit. You're cis. I'm not cis. I'm not cis. Right. I refuse that. The, ooh, that's hot. <laughs> um, You know, it's just idiots talking about shit they know nothing about. But then... You drop that in here. Yeah. I'd like AOC on her back. And who then, wouldn't? Like, I mean, He's gorgeous. There is, there is She's feisty. Necessary. She's, she's all spicy and feisty. And man, if you imagine the, can you, can you imagine, can you imagine the after sex conversation? It would be fascinating. It would be fascinating because it's that combination of congressional know how and like bartender tips. Because she knows, she knows that too. You'd be having that conversation <laughs> with one of her fucking aides. Come on. She's not hey, sticking if I could, for you. Well, you know, even better. I have sex and then I get to actually talk to somebody I didn't have sex with. That's like kind of the dream. It would be kind of fun. It's like the dream, man. That's, yeah. you know, fucking A. I do like AOC. Um, I do. I think. Diverse, I, sure. I like her. I, well, beyond the fact that she's, she's hot, hot snatch. She's um, I think she is very smart. She's super like, smart. And I like her. I like, like her politics. I think she's a little bit physicians. Yeah. Yeah. She's a little further left than, than, than my taste. Yeah. You know, but then again, that's you know, once, that's, once that's in a while. Change. When she's as old as uh, yeah. Feinstein, she'll yeah. be more moderate. And to our Well, life. when she's old as Feinstein, then they're going to wheel her out and she'll be a fucking mindless zombie too. So, yeah. But I think, you know, she said that, you know, she and Joe Biden wouldn't be in the same party. And they're, you know, this the, I, this all comes back down to parties, which is what George Washington warned us about in his farewell. Yes, he did. And yes, he did. That's not to say that partisan politics wouldn't exist depending on your party. I mean, I know that's what partisan means, but like you can vote along lines with anybody just for yeah. the sake of voting along the same lines with you know like to get your shit right and i think i think you, the thing is i think there is there is a case to be made i think proportional I, I, that's things i i think it would honestly um i would have, okay so have you gone on to to blue sky i've been there three times once i sent you the invite i sent you the invite. Yeah. it's the twit it's the jack dorsey twitter replacement right is that who's got it? it's jack dorsey yeah he he's the one that created blue sky so he went and created twitter sold it and then created twitter again he didn't actually create twitter he became the ceo of twitter he didn't start it who started right? twitter no i, I don't remember i know one of the guys i know one of the guys that was the ceo was one of the guys from 
IOs show modern problems in science. Costello. Costello was, uh, so maybe Jack did. I don't know. I thought, I, I, I just thought he was the last yeah, of the Twitter, late. Twitter was created by was Jack created. Rathie. All right. Well, then he recreated it with Blue Sky. So this guy is like the, uh, the most pathetic tech wonderkin or just a one-hit wonder. He's a fucking no-neater. Yeah. He had one good idea. And he just keeps doing it over and over. Well, no, it, Let's see no he, he's like things up again for us. Well, no, he's like There's the guy that, that cre- fuck. He, he's like the guy that created insulin and then sold it for nothing because he wanted everybody to have it. And then it became, you know, a thousand dollars, an ampule. And then he went, oh, what the fuck did you do with my cool invention? So I'm going to go invite a different kind of insulin that's not at all that's exactly the same thing except it's filled with left-wing people who hate each other and fight and infight against each other rather than fighting against benefit of this i'm not either but my point is but yet you invite Lucy- this fucking soon to be shit well because i well that's good no I, that's the thing is and i connected like an asshole dude i'm an early adopter i'm i i want to i want to know what's going on it's not that i want to keep it at this point um, what I maintain is while I may not participate in these things anymore, if a new one comes along, I want to know how it works in case for my job or something else, I need to do it. Right. I mean, I joined the fucking, uh, what is the threads? I, I have a new Instagram now. I, it's a private Instagram. I, you know, no followers, but I have a private so that I can have threads just to see what threads is. I can get rid of it in a heartbeat, but I just wanted to see what the fuck is going on. I did TikTok for a day until I realized I hated TikTok like more than Marjorie Taylor Greene and tossed my phone across a room and they went, wait a minute. Why don't I just get rid of TikTok rather than to destroy my $1,200 fucking phone? See, what's great about TikTok, I think, is the way I use Ugh. it, which is I just wait for people to send me funny shit. So it's all vetted for me by my lovely friends. And I, I don't, I've never scrolled, uh, TikTok. Yeah. I, 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 like I said, I had it, I had it for exactly like two hours and realized that I'd spent two hours kind of flipping through shit and went, I hate everything about this. I hate you. And I threw it across my, I literally threw my phone across a room. I hated fucking Twitter. I, I I told this, I told you this story before. Yeah. 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 On the podcast you have, I think. Yeah. Like it never made sense to me and I joined and I would, and I, it's never made sense to me. Yeah. No, it it. makes sense. The thing is Twitter makes total sense to me uh, for the same reason that Facebook, because I really loved in the early days, in the middle days of the internet, when they had ago. when they had the internet resource and the and the and the message boards remember the message boards david no, oh yes we were talking to girls we used to have conversations in threads and the message boards it's the same thing that's all it is it's just it's it's a yeah. way it's sort of a digital hangout well twitter became a digital hangout for everybody in a in a in a society where your opinion now brands you the way your deeds used to. Mm-hmm. Used to you judge people by what they did, not by the shit they had an opinion about. And then everybody had bad opinions. And so now everybody's judged by those instead of what they actually do. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so what my is point is, try, how is it going to be different? Well, well I don't, I, piece of shit out of me. Um, I, well, I, like I said, I looks exactly like Twitter. What do you see? Tell me. You're one of the what, first well, what, That's. That's what I see. What I see is 
Twitter got taken over by right wing trolls, and now and now Blue Sky is just a bunch of left wing trolls who in fight with each other. You know, it's sort of like, yeah, you're not blue enough. You're not left enough. You, you're not. What do you mean you don't want to be called cis? You're evil trans. No, maybe you just don't give a shit about that. You don't want to be called that. I don't, or whatever. I don't give a shit. All right. So here's but, a question: Would you rather get fucked with online by a right wing troll asshole who is giving you shit for being friends with a dirty Jew and all the, you know, all the things, all those fucking right wing asshole bullshit. Well, I am friends with the dirty Jew, so uh, I can't hurt sure. you. Call or, me, well, call me on it. And, and these people are like, and they're coming, they're getting nasty. Yeah. They're coming after you. Yeah. Fucking, they're threatening violence. Or sure. would you rather get into it with a left wing troll who is not going to threaten violence, but is a left wing troll, which is worse. Yeah. I, I I would argue that I, for me, I would rather have the right wing troll because while they are vapid, stupid, and aggressive in every possible way, at least they're not trying to convince me of fairy tale bullshit like a reworking of language and the concept that equality and equity are the same. Mm-hmm. So. The left wing guys are making shit up and and standing on a on an academic high ground of see yeah. you don't understand because when I was in my gender studies class at U of C go shit yourself my friend I'd rather get the to- I'd rather get the toothless asshole that says you you the Jews and you and your black friends blah, blah, blah. at least then it's like okay you're just stupid and so you're easy to like go fuck off. You know, trying to reason with insanity is just reason with to me. It's sort of like, would you rather argue with a religious person or a homeless mental patient? What's the fucking difference, man? Yeah. yeah. What I love about today right now is Mm -hmm. you're throwing a lot of voices. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I mean, I'm in a mood. This is fun. I'm having, I'm having, you know, it's, I want to find a way to get us to impressions. Oh God, I don't do impressions. Oh, I can try. That's why I want to get there. Give me a I did, I did. hero. We'll start with an easy one. You're talking to me. You're talking to me. Mm-hmm. That's the best I got. It's, it's slightly, new, slightly New York thuggish. That's the best I got from from that. Yeah, you know. Oh, poor Bobby D. Uh, yeah, he lost his grand. Is his grandkid died or his kid died? His grandkid. He just grand, had a yeah. kid. And then his grand yeah. his grandson died. Don't know how. I I, I didn't read that. But he I just and, heard and the, the kid's the, mom both like came out saying, "Hey, our kid that you don't know, or my grandson, whatever, th- th- this person who no none of you know has died. We're not going to tell you how, but please give us privacy." Well, that, I think that's is going who who and why why did okay which you know let's be honest. From that standpoint, if you're if you're fabulously famous and wealthy, then uh, then uh, an ask for privacy is probably a, a, a legitimate thing. Yes, if it becomes newsworthy. But is Robert De Niro? Well, I mean, all due respect, so Robert I De Niro. Mean, no, De but Niro's Robert De Niro. 
Well, no, Robert De Niro is newsworthy. Somebody says, hey, and he's not in the news very often because he's well, kind of a private guy in, anyway. He's just in the news because he had. Well, like, well, so maybe he just had a baby and he got a bunch of paparazzi getting up his ass and okay. trying to take pictures of his kid. No, it's kind of crap. And he went, you know what? I don't want that because this this is a that was okay. They didn't have yeah, to I didn't like it. Son's death. The, the kid could have just died. And well, somebody would have some somebody would have found out about it. Somebody would have said yeah, something. Maybe the paparazzi's hot, and then they're like, "Why?" Yeah, is so he's like, home? "What's going on?" Exactly. Yeah. What the fuck what is his baby dead? Yeah. yeah. So just like, give me, give me, give me some fucking space, dude. And I think that's apropos. What is your favorite hey. Robert De Niro film? My my favorite Robert and, De, uh, King. And why? Of Hang on. And why is it Meet the Fockers? No, it's King of Comedy. Is my favorite Robert De Niro film. That feels like a deep cut, but it's really not. It's not that deep a cut. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 uh, Rupert Pupkin. It's a brilliant yeah. performance. It was out of type for him at the time. It's what Gary Lewis. Oh God, that I don't know. It was. It, it was I mean, it was probably seventy-five. New York, New York. No, what is it? No, it's called King of Comedy. I like when he played the saxophone. Nineteen eighty-two. 82 wow is even that late i just think it's one of the best robert de niro films you're ever gonna see on the other hand my favorite paul newman film is uh the life and times of judge uh, roy hill and and that that's the fucking weirdest goddamn movie by john houston you'll ever see in your life in fact john houston's in it as a guy with a traveling bear it's a fucking weird goddamn movie but it's my favorite paul newman movie like, give me the weird performance. That's, that's, you know, All right, my favorite so Brad Pitt, Paul, other than okay, maybe Fight Club. But yeah, okay. All right, Paul Newman, who starred with top Tom Cruise in Color of Money. What's your, Color favorite, Money. what's your favorite Tom Cruise film? And why is it Cocktail? My favorite Tom Whoa. That's actually a tough question. <laughs> I will tell you what my favorite Tom Cruise performance is. Okay. I mean. Trop, Tropic Trop Thunder. Thunder, of course. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite Tom Cruise movie might be Rain Man. Probably is Rain Man. I think that mine legitimately might be Cocktail. It's not, I, we've established this on another podcast. Like, it's not a great film, but I fucking love it. And it means a lot. And it's just, it's fucking fun and stupid. And it's wonderful. Um, all right. In Cocktail with Tom Cruise was brian brown have you before we get to this have Let's you ever have you ever i know well have you ever tried have it, it speaking of marijuana I mean, no. It's, it's, no yes you have no have you ever tried the the the, the like spinning no the spinning the the to, i'm gonna make a, a a mixed drink and you're spinning the shit in the air and all that stuff that they're doing cocktail. have you ever tried that <sighs> i think like while ma making a martini at home like just like a quick little palm spin but like i haven't tried okay so you did a palm before. spin but so, when i was in high school at like the peak of my cocktail fandom yeah yeah i worked at this restaurant called fresh starts in downtown flossmore i had a pepper mill you know pepper grinder that was a yeah. waiter busboy thing and uh you know fresh pepper on your on your gazpacho oh. but i would flip that thing like a fucking like i was you know Doug Coglin, but uh you know that's sad. You just made me sad for you. Because, now, I, went, now, because I went with Doug and not Brian. 
No, because if I'd known you, if I'd known you then, I probably would have stuffed you in a fucking locker. You absolutely would have stuffed me in a fucking locker. Yeah, you know, no, no shit. I mean, you know, you're spinning, you're you're playing cool. You're a, a waiter at the what was it? The Fresh Start. <laughs> how are you the gonna, fresh? The, how are you going to tease the fresh me pod? A restaurant I didn't name. The Fresh Pod. What this is it is called? Why you're a bad boy. The Fresh Turd. You're not smart with your insults. No, I'm very smart with my insults. I'm better than Trump. The fresh turd. Oh, geez. Whatever. Well, what was it called? I don't even. I don't. David, remember how that it was? How was school today? Bad. Why? That bully Don Hall. He said I worked at Fresh Turd, but it's not Fresh Turd. I work at Fresh Starts. There you go. Okay. See, exactly right. That's why it hurts your heart. You could have at least said fresh shits, because then you still have like the same letters. But like, he didn't. Yeah, exactly. So, and see, and that's exactly, that's why I'm a good bully. How you do it? You like revert. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. So I'm a good bully. Yeah. That is some psyops fucking, that is. That's some second level shit, my friend. Watch out. Back up. Back up. You know, I learned that from, I learned that from the best. Like when I'd say, Hey, can I lose some weight? And Dana would say, don't lose any dick weight. That was such a dig. It was, it's, it felt like, it felt like a nice thing. It felt like a funny thing to say, but it was such a like dick sized thing that it was like, what the fuck does that mean? But you can't go, hey, are you being, oh, I was just joking. No, you were talking about my dick size. I don't know how to take it. Yeah, it was, it, I mean, it's some serious mind fuckery. Mind fuckery. Let's be objective just for a second. Okay. <laughs> like, let me just get this out of the way. Like, Dana was awful. Yeah. Not always awful, but ultimately awful. And that's okay. sad. And, and, you know, fuck her for lying no. to you and all that shit. No, that is, no I don't. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I don't want to fuck her because I, I don't want to pay $10, so. But I got to give her credit because. That's a good, yeah, it's a good dig. Dick That's a good dig. Is That's a, fucking, a good dig. That is a funny it, description. It is a dude, funny. Dude, it sits with me to this day. It was super effective. It's some good bullying, man. Is it, is it, a, when it sits with you, is it heavy? Like, is there a lot of dick weight behind that sitting? Yeah, there's some dick weight. In the, it's there, it's emotional it's emotional mushroom cap weight. I can feel like I can I know it dick weight. It's a different yeah. kind of weight. It's like boob weight. There's like a kind of weightness. There's a it's, depending on the level of humidity, dick weight is different. Dick weight yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. And when you have a cyst on your balls, dick weight suddenly feels like an anvil. Sure. You know. God, you're I'm just throwing that out there. You have like my balls are like Sylvester Stallone's face right now. They are just like, beat to shit, but they still function. Who's just a very sickly person? That's your balls to me, like a very sickly person. Like they're what? No, my balls always have no. something. No, my balls had. See, they're not sickly. My balls are like the. They're like a fucking boot on a GI marching through Europe against the fucking Nazis. That this. My balls have taken more. In, they, they are enduring. They have been beaten down. My balls are Tommy Lee Jones' fucking face. My balls are 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 every Clint Eastwood aphorism. My balls are badass because they have taken the shit. They it's my balls are like the one kid that survived survived Hiroshima. And he's like totally healthy, but yeah, he's completely burn scarred, but he can still get up in the morning and say, fuck off. That 
Those are my balls. No sickly. I think it's really sweet of you to rehearse your father's eulogy <laughs> on the eighth cast like this. I feel. I, I'm, I just feel. I'm happy that you feel comfortable with me to be vulnerable this way. Like, I. It feels like you know it, but I'm just going to say it. Buddy, I got you. And I love you, and I'm here for you. I'm a shoulder to cry on. I'm an ear to bend. And I'm, I'm glad that you're opening up like this. I think this is really good. Fuck, that's this funny. Really good. That was good. That was really good. That was good, David. I was. I, that was very. <laughs> ah, that's a hard. That's a big laugh. That's hey, all right. That's you know. <laughs> Um, all right. Speaking of what, I can't stop laughing. That really got me. That you really got me. Here. You can't, yeah, yeah I mean, that really got me. So what, what we were talking about this, like speaking of both my balls and completely uncontrollable and probably inappropriate laughter. Sure. We tell my, I would, my mom's friend from Colorado came in. She used to live here. Very lovely woman, Wendy. Um, she comes in, she's visiting. And somehow, because I can't help myself, the conversation gets round, and I tell the story of. I'm sorry, the conversation gets round. It, it gets around. Oh, it gets to be, okay. Yeah, it gets around to me saying something shocking and inappropriate to my mother's old lady friend. Yes, and so I tell the story. I tell the story about my mom's inappropriate laughter. That's how we started. It's just like talking about my mom just doesn't know when you know when she when she's shocked by things she tends to laugh. I said, oh, yeah, that's like, I said, that's like the time when I was nine years old and I got the, the S hook stuck in my balls. <laughs> this old lady's like, what? Oh. Is it, you've heard that story. I've told that story a million times. I've heard the story. That's my yeah. fuck. There's a I know. Well, we start woman. Dude, have we established that I finally embraced the fact that all I really am is an asshole who revels in everyone's discomfort? Break this poor woman's. No, she thought it was just, she thought it was hysterical because I started to tell the story and I'm like, and my mom's like, oh, you don't need to tell the story. I said, no, mom, but the tag is great. The tagline is great. And and my mom's like, oh, and when he says, what's the tag? I said, well, you got to hear the story to hear the tag. And she goes, okay. <laughs> and so I tell the story. Well, I tell the story, but you know, I got the S hook in my balls and I'm now bleeding all over my nuts and I'm nine years old. I'm running home. I'm hysterical because there's all this blood and it's my nuts. And I slam the door open because I need help from my mother. She's at the top of the stairs and she sees me covered in blood, hysterical, and immediately starts laughing because she doesn't know what else to do. And then the tag is, and while that was the first, it's not the last time a woman's laughed at my junk. Jesus Christ. Wendy liked it. She thought it was pretty funny. I mean, it's it's a charming story. It's a good and it's a good tag. It's a good, it's a good bum chink. See, you're talking about your balls and you say tag. I just keep thinking skin tag. And then I'm thinking skin tag the size, like in the shape of a man's a grown man's scrotum sack, like hanging off of someone's shoulder blade. See, if I had something like that, like if I had something like that, I would walk around shirtless all the time because it would just make everybody, it'd make everybody uncomfortable. And that's just funny to me. When you swim, you take yeah. your shirt off, right? You're not one of those. Like, yeah, I swim with my shirt off. Kids who still swims with his shirt on, are you? No. Okay. 
Do you think I'm a fag? Do you think I'm a fag or what? I no. Why? What? Hey, before we got out of here, you admitted. You admitted before we started recording that you have been inappropriately wanting to use the word, not in a pejorative anti-gay way, but just wanted to use the word fag in sort of that 90s kid, skater kid way, that Spicoli way. Yeah. And so I, I feel, now it's in my brain. So when you, you say it that way and now we're talking, it's got to come out. I'm just going to yeah, say it. Sometimes I want to murder people. I don't, you know, I don't do it or we don't like air it out. Like Himmel wants in to murder what, people. Okay. In what world, in what world do you live in? Is is murdering somebody and saying fag even in the same universe? Let's check. Let's check in with Blue Sky and see what the left thinks. <laughs> I bet they, you know, and I'll bet there's quite a thing. You you, you mentioned it, that's the thing is the use of the word, and you know, and it's not like I walk around using that word. I just had to use it to get you because the look on yeah. your face was precious. You were Aww. totally precious, but I did. I finally watched the speaking of like the eighties, nineties, I finally watched the, uh, muscles and mayhem, the, the, the American, American gladiator, gladiator documentary. It's fucking, it's yeah. fucking wild. It's wonderful. Um, the only thing is, have you, have you ever seen the documentary about the making of Jesus Christ superstar? The, 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 the original film. You mean Judaism? Oh no, I no. have not seen. No. Yeah. Okay, Ted. Ted. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's Ted Healy is the guy that played Jesus. You know it, that that's Ted Healy. I think is his name. Look it up. I think it's Ted Healy. Ted. Yes. Yeah, that's a. TV he's the character. guy that. No, that's the guy that played Jesus and Jesus Christ Superstar. I'm almost sure of it. Ted Healy, American vaudeville. Oh no, wrong guy. That's Ted. Right. Ted Neely. Ted Neely. Hold on, I got it. Because I he, what if I just said Jesus Christ? That's what I'm doing right now. Star. See, I type nineteen seventy three film Ted Neely. Gotcha. Neely. Okay, so I was close. I was close. Anyway, Ted Neely in this documentary looks like yeah. a European well, he, Jesus. He played he played Jesus in the movie. Um, not brown skin. He didn't look like a Jew. He looked like this white guy with you know like long hair. But he's very good in the movie. But after the movie, it was a huge success. He eventually goes on the circuit and starts basically he doesn't have any other career in his whole life than playing Jesus and and doing reprise roles of him playing Jesus. And he's kind of thinks he's Jesus. That's how I felt like Nitro was in the American Gladiators thing. It's like because they kept coming and entering. And Nitro was this vapid fucking, you know, mixed race bohunk in in the American Gladiators. But then when they well, he's like a bohunk. And then and now like a bohunk, like a, like a, a Cro-Magnon. Yeah, I, mean, I don't I, God. I agree with you completely. Like Kindle, a bohunk. He was a fucking smoke show. Like I'm, I'm. Show. There, I, you there you go. There you go. That's bohunk. I love bohunk smoke show. Yeah, bohunk. Like, is does like that bohunk have a lot of dick weight or just a little dick weight? Bo a, a bohunk. Well, a bohunk traditionally would have a lot of dick weight, but because Nitro did so much steroids, his dick weight was way low. It was low way dick low weight. dick weight. Okay, low dick weight. But that's what I got the impression. It's like Nitro did his thing, and then he kind of got a messiah complex, and so now he's making this documentary. And every time they come to him, I found him to be less and less. Uh, or more and more disingenuous. I don't know if you can be less and less ingenuous, Wait, but that's kind of where I was going. Yeah, the guy, the guy Dan Parks or whatever his name was, he just felt more and more preachy. Like he, like men can cry, big boys don't cry, but men can. I'm like, oh, shut the fuck up.
This is not a this is not about your growth as a man. This is about American fucking gladiators doing coke off each other's abs. That's what this is about. Shut the fuck up with your crybaby shit. Let's be clear. I think I'm confused. Muscles and Mayhem mm-hmm. on Netflix. That's the same thing that ran on ESPN 30 for 30, right? Yeah. Okay. I didn't realize. Well, no, it's a six-part series. I don't know if it ran on ESPN, but there's a six-part documentary called Muscles and Mayhem, about the unauthorized uh, documentary about the American gladiators, and it's like this six hours different. long. Okay, oh, is so it a different thing? Okay. See, I thought that it had gone to... Okay. Um, yeah. It's a so great... It's long, and it's good. 30, 30 for 30, the American Gladiator oh. documentary. Okay, no. It was on ESPN. That's what Netflix is. That's what you were suggesting. I thought you were suggesting the Netflix one because I'm telling you, I thought I didn't realize you were suggesting a net or an ESPN thing because I don't watch ESPN because I'm not one of those sports assholes. I only think uh, it was like, dude, you there's a documentary about American Gladiators on ESPN 30 for 30. I'm like, yep, dude, I'll be right dude, there. Did, did you do well? I won't I make need it to, one I need six to things. Watch you gotta, this, this is six hours. Okay. It is so good. Yeah. This is from the very pilot, the very first yeah. pilot. And what's fucking, fucking nuts? Yeah. Do it. Burn shit that was and how they weren't getting paid anything. The American tour. 25 they, grand a year. No, they weren't making 25 grand a year. No, they were not. Ice was making 500 bucks a show. Somebody was making 25 grand a year, I think. Okay. <laughs> you gotta watch this documentary because they yeah. they weren't making any merchandising stuff and then when they finally said hey we need a piece of the merchandising they fired yeah, the top yeah. for gemini yep. and that was because oh, but gemini it, i love that guy it's totally it's totally worth watching but i fucked up gemini fucked up gemini chose his to follow nitro chose uh american gladiators over his family and it's a regret that he has today Sorry if there's a spoiler alert, but like it was in the 30 for 30. Yeah, okay. It's hard. Nitro's or Gemini's story is rough because Gemini was my favorites were Gemini and Nitro were tied. Um I liked Ice. She was my favorite. Ice the well, dyke. I liked Ice. He was the the hot dyke. Yeah, he was ice cool. A lot. Yeah. He was cool. She was hot and she was cool. We need to go back to Ted Neely. I really like Jesus I really like Superstar. Oh, no, but anyway, like Ted Neely, he does this. I mean, he spent his entire life for the last 45, 50 no, years. I need all I need, he does this is the thing. Like, yeah. This needs I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but like Oh no, that's fine. Tednealy.com. I know. Is a fucking Dude, he's unique. He's insane. He's I've been there. He's insane. He's insane. Derbing. He's insane, man. He thinks he's Jesus. He actually oh thinks he's touring with Yvonne Elliman. I know. He, he thinks he's Jesus Christ. He really does. He legitimately, no question about it, he is nuttier than a shithouse rat. Is she just doing If I Can't Have You and then hits from Jesus Christ Superstar? I don't know. Beats the hell out of me. If I can't totally have beats you, hell out. I don't want nobody. Baby. You know, speaking, you know, all right. Yeah, no, if I can't have you, I don't want nobody, baby. There's okay, so I'm doing I, I told you I did the uh oh the God. uh I'm sending there's right? a fucking YouTube yeah. video of it. Oh, I know Dude, Ted Neely I've, doing if I can't have you. I've seen it. I've seen it. Um totally fucking crazy. But if I can't have you, here's the thing. And and you know that whole concept of like this is who you're really into and and that's what you do is I can't explain it for the most part. Um 
is like you remember i told you i was i did for my uh apartment uh complex they asked me to dj right this this luau basically oh no this was a couple weeks ago they they said hey you know we'll give you 500 bucks i'll take fucking a if right i know if you'll dj this party we're having to sort of reopen the pool mainly because apparently before i got here it was a a a, a, a hole in the wall i like the the guy management well before yeah don't this guy pool in the wall dumbasses you no no well they had just they had trashed no they just trashed the property and jeremy who's the property manager has really turned it around i didn't realize it but i came in at the time it was turned around and i was like one of the first renters didn't know all that anyway said yeah we're having sort of like a, a relaunch and his boss from la or wherever she's from came in and they wanted a dj so they said yeah they're you know so on one hand, I was happy to get $500 to basically put an Apple playlist together. I mean, cause that's really how I fucking did, you know, I gave away some tickets and stuff like that from work. But, uh, the other thing, the thing I didn't really want is for my neighbors to actually know me. Cause I don't want to fucking know these people. I'm, I'm, I'm too misanthropic right now. But at one point, uh, I get this, this guy, this guy comes up to me. Very nice guy. Very nice guy. I don't want to, I don't want to take away from this guy, but this guy's got, he's a younger guy. He's a younger guy. And you know, when the, you know, when you're like, you know, when like you meet a guy whose teeth are gone, like they're just gone. They don't have any teeth. They get that apple face. Oh, sure. Like yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now imagine a younger guy with, with, with a little bit a way to put it that is so specific and perfect. And I completely get, I never thought of it that way, but yeah, it's a fucking apple face. It's an apple face. So anyway, he's almost got a full apple face. And then when he smiles, his teeth, it's like his teeth are, are like for every tooth, his teeth are like music notes because there's spaces in between each tooth. That's the size of the tooth. I mean, it's like, these jagged sure it's not even like bad teeth it's like here's a tooth and then there's a gap the size of the tooth and then another really weird little tooth and then another gap if you it were looks to play, weird if you were to play his mouth on your trumpet would those gaps be rests would they be whole notes I, dude it, they, they would be diseased holes i don't know what they are anyway so whole notes. it's got it go on anyway anyway it's just bad so anyway and i'm like i'm talking to him, but i you know and i don't want to be that guy is this like, guy, that guy that goes, like is this guy no, he no, he's is he a meth? Yeah, are you are you at a, a meth? He's got a he's got a roofing company. He lives in the same building and I do, and he's kind of like a roofing company. He's a really nice guy, super nice guy, but I, unsightly mouth. Like How I just he? would you? He got to be thirty five, you know, something like that. It's, it's gotta yeah, it's got to be, got to be. He, I'm telling you, it's just like uncanny. It's like he's a nice he's guy, a, but he's disease kind of insight. I don't like know. A, I don't know, dude. I don't know. It's well that I didn't ask because I wasn't that forward. But then he introduces me to his girlfriend. Okay. And she is what a is fucking smoke show. She's gorgeous. No. She seriously, dude. She's in her fucking bikini. And I'm like, and and I'm if I can't have you, what what the fuck does she want with, with apple disease mouth? And I'm looking at her, I'm going, God, she's gorgeous. What is this guy? I'm thinking, well, maybe sure it was maybe, his girlfriend. It wasn't his like niece. Or- no, no, it was no, it was definitely his girlfriend. He introduced me to her as his girlfriend. And he they blinked were, twice like she needed help. She didn't. And the only thing I can think of was just must be a whole lot of dick weight going on. See, that's a thing. That's a thing I don't I, I don't accept as a reason. 
because unless you're like at a strip club or like something out of the ordinary occurs where you can see like the full-fledged brilliance of a heavyweighted dick for a woman to be Uh, with him because if it's like if he's that fucked up she's not like well he's kind of cute and he's got a great personality, so let's just see where it goes. Maybe she's she, like, oh, maybe she felt fucking maybe, exactly. Get, maybe know. she felt she maybe she felt kind of sorry for him. She's a nice enough guy, so she went out with him, and then he just and then her. and then and then and then all of a sudden she just noticed that there was like some Python action going on, yeah. and then she went, "Well, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder what that's all about." And so she kind of entertained, got a little drunk. Oh, closed her eyes when she kissed him, and then and then there's and then there's like a bohunk dick. Uh, I think you should ask her. Okay, but do, do we think? I mean, I want to be sensitive here. Could this gentleman? Could he have a disease? Could it be some kind of, you know, gum rot or jaw rot or? Uh, or let's reframe it. Maybe this girl is broken. Maybe she ain't right in the head. Maybe she's blind. And look, man, we love who we love, and we're attracted to who we're attracted to for a story. Maybe they have a wonderful, like Topanga and Corey story, where they were in love as kids, and he lost all his teeth because you know he never listened to his mom, and he didn't floss, or whatever the fuck. But she's like, no, I've loved you since preschool i would yeah love you and david you. and david david i love your propensity for fairy tales and you know and maybe proportional representation isn't just a, a fucking fairy tale but i don't think it i think it is and now we're sack of the news your first headline out of the don't let it get to your head <laughs> section of the paper roller coaster rides riders were trapped upside down for hours after mechanical failure you know see i i i say that that is because i'm sure this is a second like this is a rorschach piggyback i i am certain that you heard the story about the guy who uh saw i think it was north carolina but i can't remember he he's like his kids are at the park. They're riding all the roller coaster. He goes, it's the largest, most exciting roller coaster in the America. He backs up and he sees that there's a crack, like literally a visible crack in one of the giant pillars of this fucking thing that every time the car goes on, it goes creak and opens up. So he goes to him and says, there's a fucking crack. They ran the thing for another 90 minutes before somebody said, yeah, you probably ought to shut that down. <laughs> So when I I hear of oh I'm on a I I'm on a thing and I'm hanging upside down I the first thing I think of is all I can think of I'm telling you all I would think of if I'm hanging upside down in a fucking roller coaster is please don't I don't want to drop my glasses and please don't drop my keys I don't want my keys to fall out of my pocket you know it's yeah. all I'm going to think about is like just I'm just going to have my hand on my pocket to make sure my keys don't slide out of my pocket and I am going to be gripping my fucking glasses like death grip because I don't want to lose those that's what I'm going to be doing out of the purity pledge for primaries <laughs> Florida GOP will require DeSantis and Trump to sign a loyalty pledge to make primary ballot 
Does this make any sense to you? No, it makes sense. I just speech makes sense. I had to read. I had to read like the lead six no, different times in eight no, different I'm, ways. I, I'm just kind of speechless. It's like the, 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 it's just the, the, the basically the GOP has become the most extreme faction of the Mormons. Yeah, I'm telling you, they're fucking nuts, man. They're nuts. So, yeah, what this is is regardless of who who wins. The Florida primary. If DeSantis wins, if Trump wins, if the Florida governor, the Florida governor, the uh, some mayor from whatever fucking town is running as well. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. No matter who wins, the losers by sworn affidavit, whatever, by their signature on this pledge, they will support that candidate. I, th- I think number one, that's insanity. That is number fucking two, that is loyalty. Number to number the two, number two. Shit. Do they actually think Donald Trump will honor fucking anything he signs? Are they fucking cracked in the head? Name one time where Donald Trump has signed something and then stuck to it. <laughs> Maybe a divorce. All right. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> Hunter Biden was here. <laughs> that's a good voice Coach, whose voice was that well that was just like the voice of of hunter biden's pen knife that's christian slater carving up carving it you know carving it out in the bathroom stall hunter biden was here w u z so out of that section of the news this week Cocaine found in West Wing of White House while President Biden was away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I read that and I went, yeah, okay. The I mean, you know, the thing about it is, it's like, it's not like this is the first time that there's been cocaine in the White House. That cocaine could have been left over from JFK. That cocaine, yeah. that could that could have been Bill Clinton's cocaine. That could have been Nancy Reagan's, because Ronald Reagan didn't cocaine, but Nancy was coked out of her fucking mind. Nancy was like, just say no, and police bring it all to me. Exactly. I'm she, you know, so I'm just saying, uh, the, the idea that it was Hunter Biden's cocaine. like a well-haired Mr. Burns, doesn't she? Skinny little yeah, fucking with, bitch. Yeah. With, ap- with, an a- with an apple mouth. Yeah, absolutely. She didn't have an apple mouth. Not quite. She she did toward the end, but that was because she was really old and almost dead. Oh, she was so pretty, too. No, she never. Maybe when she was younger. It's like a stick figure. She was like 50s glamour. Yeah, yeah, when she was younger, but, was cute. but no, by the she time was Reagan was in office, she horrible. no, she by the time she by the time he was in office and she was first lady, she looked like the fucking wicked witch of the West from the nineteen thirty three Wizard of Oz. There was that weird thing. That's yeah, no, that's how the song goes. Yeah, there was. We had two first lead. We had we had Reagan and Bush, Barbara Bush, mm-hmm. uh, who had this like throwback thing where they wanted to look like old women. Like L- you know? L- Laura Bush did the same thing. She had that do that made her look like she was you know from nineteen. 19- I don't know. Laura Bush looked very early two thousands. Like, oh, I think she looked. She looked exactly I think she looked. Time. I think she looked like a woman that would serve you a meat casserole in 1965. That's what she looked like. I'm just still dumbfounded that Barbara Bush looked like she's all, always looked like she could have been her husband's mother. Like she had yeah, 25 yeah, she, years on her husband. Absolutely. 
I don't know. Where were we? What were we talking about? Rorschach? That was that was the hunter. Yeah, that was the hunter. Let's stay with All the right, drugs. drugs. We're sticking with drugs. You're better off waving away weed smoke when your mom walks in on your bong rip. You're not my best. Justice Department had video of boxes being moved at Mar-a-Lago before FBI search. Unredacted document shows. Oh, shit. Mom's coming. We got to move this shit. That's that's what that was. Okay. Well, you know, and the thing about it is, it's like, th- this is why when we go back to like, oh, the democracy is under attack. Here's the thing. These guys, if, if this was the best coup attempt, what a fucking maroon. What a fucking maroon. What a lunatic. What a baboon. What a fucking red ass baboon's ass inflamed bullshit. He is the dumbest fucking. The fucking. It's unbelievable how stupid. It's insanity. And Lucy and Jim Carrey slash best. Jim Carrey and fucking what's his name? Uh, the, the Jeff Dumb Daniels, and Dumber. Jeff, Dumber yeah. Jeff Daniels. It's like they could have had a more successful espionage. It's the most embarrassing thing that anybody was afraid of this guy. This is the thing. For for four years and then maybe another four after it, the left has gone through what everybody calls Trump derangement syndrome. And it's like they're so angry and they hate him so much. It's because he's a fucking moron and managed to become president that's it that's why we hate him we don't hate him because he's racist we don't hate him because he's sexist we hate him because he's a fucking moron and we still and we still elected him president that's that's it it is a fascinating thing to watch this shit unfold like i i I think about as like shit like this the mar-a-lago documents it's unbelievable. Like how dumb it all is from the very beginning. It's astounding. But I've been thinking about um, the show White House Plumbers, about the idiotic break-in <laughs> and break-in attempts of Watergate and the Nixon plumbers, you know, the White House yeah. plumbers. It's why I think anybody talks about conspiracy theories with the government. Do you realize how stupid well, these people are? Well, <laughs> so here's unbelievable. Hold on to that thought, because like fast forward 40 years from now, is there going to be an HBO or a Max? What the fuck they're called? A Max show. It's not called White House Plumbers. It's called, you know, Mar-a-Lago Dumb Fucks. And it's yeah. the same kind of shit. Like these fucking morons who think that they're, you know, clandestine cool kids and they're just bumbling fucking morons that somehow keep getting paid. It's just. Yeah. And there's going to be an update to all the president's men where, where basically it's two reporters who accidentally encounter retarded men and say, hey, he's retarded. And that's the end of the movie. That could be it. Yeah. Uh, shit. I told you to think. Hold on to something for a second, and then I forgot what it was. You said it was a special uh, Rorschach. I don't know what the fuck it is. Yeah, fuck it. I don't know. It's it's in show notes. Whatever. Yeah. All right. Show notes. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg's version of a DJ Khaled. Another one. Fucking idiots. Uh, 10 million people sign up for Meta's Twitter rival app, Threads. I'm one of them. I'm one of them. I got it. Hey, I jumped on a private. You to un- to, like, seriously. With the same sense that you talked about your balls during your father's eulogy, can you please explain this to me? You fucking hate Facebook. You I do. You don't like Mark Zuckerberg. 
I don't. You're anti all the shit that has come out of this world. I hate social media. Sign up for Dorsey's shit. All right. And Zuckerberg's shit. Like you all right, owe David, me a fucking explanation. No, here's the explanation. Have you ever heard me say anything shitty or negative about the Disney Plus Marvel show Ms. Marvel? Uh, I thought that was Amazon. No, that's that's Disney Plus. It's a Marvel. It's Ms. Marvel. It's the about kid. The, the pa- Jewish comedian. No, no, the Pakistani girl who has superpowers like Captain Marvel. With Tony Shalhoub. She's a Jewish comedian. No, no, no. That's Miss Maisel. That's Miss Maisel, you fucking moron. I said Ms. Marvel. The marvelous Ms. Marvel. I'm going to punch you in the head. Anyway, you've never heard me say anything negative because I didn't watch it. I watched 20 minutes of it, went, yeah, this ain't for me. And so I didn't watch it. And so I can't say anything negative about it because I didn't watch it. Here's the thing. I hate social media, but I don't hate social media because I haven't tried it and learned to hate it. It's sort of like somebody that says, oh, I don't like sushi. Have you ever tried it? Oh, no, I don't. I, I don't need to try it. I know I'll hate it. You're a fucking moron. If you okay. if you got to try it. So it's not like I'm looking for some hole to be filled in my life with social media. It's just like, okay, so blue sky, this is this new thing. Everybody's not everybody, but the, you know, the Twitter Twitter's falling apart. Social media in general is falling apart. So what, what's the deal? So I, I signed up for blue sky. Do I use it? No, but I'm reading it just like I would any other article about what the fuck is going on. So you're a voyeur so, creeper, social media voyeur creeper. Sure, if that's how you want to do it. No, because what I want to do is eventually I will get rid of Blue Sky. And then when somebody says, yeah, you wouldn't know about Blue Sky because you didn't try it. I say, yeah, no, I did try it. And it's fucking bullshit. And I tried it. I watched it. And I can criticize it because I did. Same thing with Threads. I'm like, all right, I want to see what it's all about. I mean, 10 million people. Jesus Christ. Let's see what the big story is. And so far, it looks like Twitter with Instagram photos. I'm like, okay. You know what you are? And I, I like this. I agree with this, like this journalistic curiosity, like experience. Yeah, I want to. Totally. Exactly. I want to get into yeah. into the weeds before I say a shitty thing, before I go to my mom and say, Facebook sucks. Mm. If I if I had never had Facebook, then I, who the fuck am I to say it sucks? What value does my sure. opinion have? So that's, yeah, yeah that that is what it is. Yeah, journalistic. I appreciate that. Thank you. I had a joke and it's gone. Uh oh, sorry. No, it's not important. No, it's fine. It's not important. If it comes back, no, it'll come it'll back. Come back. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Here's a special one. All right. Here's the special one. Don Hall was a teacher of Chicago youth. So, what do you think about this? Mayor Brandon Johnson replaced Chicago Board of Education president and most members ahead of move to elected board, except for one. He kept everybody on the board except for one person. Yeah. And there's only one lawyer on that board. Um, I think, uh, <laughs> you know, it is, it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. If you keep the legacy politicians who are part of the Chicago board of Ed, nothing gets changed. You're going to have the same shitty solutions to the same shitty problems and nothing gets solved. On the other hand, if you get <laughs> if you get an entire board of people who have never dealt with the board of education and never dealt with in any kind of massive way 
administrating one of the largest public education systems in the country. They're gonna fuck it up. Not because they're stupid, because they don't know what the fuck they're doing. They've never encountered it. They've never gone on threads so that they can understand what it is they're getting into. So I'm going to say, I think Brandon Johnson probably would have been wiser to maybe get rid of half of the board and then bring half brand new people. I think as it is, it's going to be a disaster on the size, a disaster the size of Lori Lightfoot's uh, response to COVID. Yeah, yeah, that that circle doesn't square, man. All right, I, I, I couldn't think of what. Lo- I, I did on, on just on a quick thing. I, her, her response to COVID was fine. I couldn't think of the biggest big mistake she made. I know she made some mistakes. I just couldn't think of the okay. biggest one. Yeah, filling us out for NASCAR was one of them. But okay, there you go. She, that's it's, but whatever. Yeah, I know she did some shit wrong. I just couldn't she think of the worst one. Fucking biffed it on on police reform. That was her All thing. Right, there you go. Um, then I think this is going to be Brandon Johnson's version of her response well, to I mean, police reform. Look, Brandon and, Johnson, and if these and if it only, works out, they're only going to hold their position for like another year and a half because in 2024, November 2024, we're voting on it. The school board becomes elected. Yeah, I know. So I think it. I think it's. Yeah. I think it's a bad idea. But you know, it's like I, I think I, it's a great the thing idea. Is, Fucking I appreciate. I pre- Chicago mayor already has too much power. They're part of the legislative body. No, I like the thing up. is, <laughs> I don't like everything about Brandon Johnson's politics, but I like what I have seen so far. He seems to what I. I guess this is what I would say about Brandon Johnson is what I miss in political uh, news. What I miss in our politicians that we have is someone for good or ill who says. This is what I'm going to do. Vote for me. Yeah. And then he gets voted or she gets voted. And then he or she does exactly that thing that they said they would do if they got voted in. And so what I like about Brandon Johnson for good or ill, whether it's ill, maybe, maybe it's not a great idea. We'll find out. But what I like about him is he said, this is what I'm going to fucking do. And the only thing so far that I can see that he's kind of, rescinded from his campaign promises is that he did not take police yeah. out of public schools. That's the only thing I've seen him say, no, nope, I'm not doing it. Which and that's doing because it as soon as he won the primary, whatever the fuck we call it here. Yeah. He, he like all politicians do, you win the primary, you get in the general, you dial back some of your shit. Cause you got to get the rest of everybody else. Yeah. 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 But that's the thing is I, I appreciate got, I got no beef with him yet. I, what I want, I, I what I want to that finish or to fix. He walks is, his walk. Is this, and I need to talk to my fucking older person up here, but the sewage thing, fucking sewage, which we will talk about at a later, yeah, ape cast when we get our good friend Rory Zacher in here to talk about shit that we just can't fucking get rid of, but that's for another time. All right, so Brandon Johnson, great. All right, that was six Rorschachs, but I got a bonus for you. Oh, here's the bonus late breaking news right out of the breaking up is easy to do category. Republican Marjorie Taylor Greene removed from U.S. House Freedom Caucus. This bitch has been broken up with so many no, fucking times. The thing is, the thing is, she's the thing is, Marjorie's gonna find and she's she's gonna find or found her own other group. She actually doesn't have to f- found her own other group, but she's going to find her another group that is even more extreme than the Freedom Caucus. It will likely 
be homeless people screaming at you know like trees that's the way to look at it yeah you know um this is her meat well, this is her, her her meat and potatoes her meat her bread and butter what the fuck this is her shit it's a food it's thing like, this is no you don't eat shit you eat meat and potatoes you eat but bread like, and butter you but do not eat shit thing like i am right wing the, hey everybody vote pay crazy he's vote so lunatic they got right. rid of her and i'm with trump and they're like no they got rid of her because she wasn't lunatic enough oh is that right oh she i missed that centrist and are they, you kidding and, me and apparently the button, oh my the button the god that broke the camel's back on this one was that she called on the floor like during hearings or whatever the fuck they call it she called lauren uh breitbart uh a bitch well it's because she 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 all she created an, a competing unimpeached trump bill yeah you know, it's just a petty. Both, they're both bitches. They're both fucking assholes. They're both. See, when I see this thing, stupid. when I here's the thing. This is when I when I see Marjorie Taylor Greene, who is a lunatic. She is angry. She is petty. She's shitty, and she's got the face that that she's got like a face that would be attractive if, but it used to be attractive, and then like an elephant stomped on the face and flattened it, like a wet tennis ball. Yeah, like in a bad way. I think. Wow, if Lily B had been elected to office, that's what she'd be. She's ugly and she's petty and she's extreme. Yeah. At least I don't know. Lauren Breitbart is fuckable. I'm not at sure. least Lauren Breitbart's fuckable. But Lauren Breitbart She's fuckable. Oh, I thought we were talking she's about fuckable. Taylor Green. No, I'm just saying at least Lauren Breitbart is fuckable. Yes. Margie Taylor Green is as fuckable as not something that's completely unfuckable. A nut sack skin tag on your shoulder blade? That's exactly how fuckable she is. Great. There are six things you should do this week. My first thing to do this week, it's a watch. Well, shit, I feel like I should change it. What I had was, it's, uh-huh. it's a documentary on Netflix. It's not The Muscles and Mayhem, but that uh, maybe that's one of yours. So we'll just load it out there. Uh, yeah. This is Wham. Watch the documentary Wham on Netflix. It's not a great documentary, but it's a fun documentary. And if you're a person you of a certain age who hearing the voices of Andrew Ridgely and George Michael talking about see what i'm loving in the 19th see they're making documentaries we're shifting away from my nostalgia to yours are you noticing that yeah of course that 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 there for a while it was all 80s nostalgia now we're getting to the 90s nostalgia oh baby if you think that wham was fucking 90s nostalgia come on no but no the thing is yes they were 80s but the 90s kids loved them more than we did what the 90s kids loved Wham more than the 80s kids did. But what's a night? Okay, so now I'm not sure what a 90s kid is. Am I? What am I? You're you're a 90s kid. How old were you in? Kid. No, how old were you in 1990? How old were you in 1990? Uh, in May of 1990, 
So halfway through the year, I was 11. I turned 11 in in 19. So you, so you were definitely not an 80s kid. I was 19. I was 18 in 1984. I am quintessentially an 80s kid because I came of age in the 80s. You came of age in the 90s. So you're a 90s kid. But I could, I see that point. But I could also make the argument that I came of age in the early 2000s, in my early 20s. When did you turn 18? 1997 you are a 90s kid your formative years when it comes to music yeah film all that stuff it comes it's in the 90s that is that that is uh, i don't know man time of our lives I don't know, man. Like I, like, I can get into some early '90s, you know, New Jack Swing and hip hop. But yeah, like, I know that's my you're. Shit, but you're a nice kid, fucking, and I'm in some a, wham. Give me some fucking culture club. Well, see, the thing about well, they say some I'm in '80s. I'm in '80s kids, but I'm like, give me some Jim Croce. Give me some fucking Leonard Skinner. Give me some Earth, Wind, and Fire, which is all '70s. So I get that, but you came of age in the '90s. Yeah, I, you came of age in the '90s. You're a '90s kid. I think Done. I straddle. I think I straddle. My That's first thing, my point, in, my my place in genera- Gen X interesting is it, you don't have a place in Gen X. Go on. My first thing is a check it out. It is a listen. Um, you know, I love me some funny podcasts. Um, and you know, I love me some Rob Lowe. His new podcast. It's not new, actually. It's a year old. It's called uh, Literally with Rob Lowe and I listened to it for the first time the other day. And with, it was a interview with Burt Kreischer and it was funny as shit. Just relaxed. Rob Lowe's super cool. That's you know, his Burt character in uh, parks and rec. There like, you go. That was the thing that his character was always saying. And yeah. Literally. Yeah. My and, pants and, or whatever the fuck and it is a really good podcast. It's basically Rob Lowe just talking to people. And uh, I, I was find on this really thoroughly awesome. Podcast ageless actor host icon being he's just like this yeah. being now well he's he's an 80s guy that that survived he's like robert Downey jr he went through the shit he did all the drugs you can possibly do he fucked underage kids you know like underage girls uh, he was caught doing it he lost his career true? got his career true? Yeah, he was filmed. Rob Lowe was filmed with a 14-year-old girl. Yeah, yeah. But but you notice he is not canceled. Because he's beautiful. That's what I'm saying. If Louis C.K. wasn't bald. uh Right? So literally with Rob Lowe is is a total, it's a a thoroughly charming podcast. I enjoy it very much, and I'm enjoying listening to all of them. That is my first thing. My next thing is a read uh, in the Atlantic, a radical idea for fixing polarization. Read the story. Um, yeah, it's good. It's it's a good story. I, and I just, I get my button on this is to fuck the party system, man. Like, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. My second thing is also a read. It's in Rolling Stone. It is by Mark Workman. Unfortunate name. What, what, um, sorry. What's his name? Mark Wartman. W-O-R-T-M-A-N? Yes. Yes. But you still say a Wartman. That's an unfortunate name. I mean, seriously. See, the the problem I have with with 
It's like a, Jewish it's like people. a girl I dated. It's like a girl I dated. Her dad, her last, her name was Terry Dick, and her dad's name was Harry. So it's just like it's, it's a bad name. It's a yeah, bad name. Sorry. I, the problem I have with the Jewish people is like they're such hard workers in the movie industry and the banking and such, but they can't find the time to go down to the courthouse and change their fucking last names. Like exactly. The name of this is is by Mark. Come on, uh, Bleederwort. Mark Bleederwort. <laughs> no, objectively better. <laughs> and feels oddly personal, Don. I cracked myself up just there. Um, it's called the fast, the fast times and high crimes of a hip hop grifter. Swagman's opulent lifestyle led to a massive social media following. Now he's accused of swindling his own fans. This is a brilliant. I, I, I mean, I read this with just. It was like great fiction. It was that good, mm. but it's true story. But basically this is, this, this is, an, it's one of those cautionary tales. Where it's like, it's a little bit like Jim Baker kind of TV preacher thing. And a little bit like black lives matter. Let's give them money saying so buy a million dollars, millions of dollars houses. And a little bit like NFTs are a big fucking Ponzi scheme. It's all of that. With a rapper so covered in tattoos that he looks like something you'd seen in a freak show in like the 1930s. Oh, and so it's great. It's a really good, it's a good read. My last thing to recommend this week is a listen. Uh, it's a new podcast out of, uh, produced by WBEZ, Don's old employer. Yes. It's called Making. Mm -hmm. And it's where they, each season, they focus on the making of an of an icon this season which i learned today walking from the train to work and then to the train from work is only two episodes long <laughs> well that's wow that is their 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 budget is expensive now they used to be better than that so i recommend it but i'm going to throw a caveat at the end of this making season five it's all about kanye west and they only have two episodes? Right? Only, wait a minute. Back up. Kanye West and they only have room, they only have enough to like shit to fill two hour long episodes? Bro, the amount of shit they repeat feels like a cheap reality show on Bravo. Like this thing feels like some really talented grad students woke up and were like, oh fuck. Our semester project is due tomorrow at 9 a.m. It's 3 p.m. We have 16 hours. Yeah. The math is. And they slap this shit together. Wow. It feels really short, but the first episode is good because it like it starts and you're like building. You're like, fuck, man. Fucking Kanye. Fuck, this guy was good. Oh, my fucking God. This guy. And then the second episode is just what a piece of shit he is. And then it's like the first episode ends. And there was a moment I was like, I was literally walking into, like I walked into the Aon or the Prudential building as it was like on the next episode. And I was like, Oh, okay. We're getting into that. Cause it was like the Already? fall Kanye West. I'm like the fall. I, I feel like there's a lot to unpack here. There's a whole lot of Kanye to go more than two episodes. All right. Well, I'm going to call. I'm going to call those guys. I'm going to call Heidi Goldfein. Say, what the fuck is that? And they, they, they get to it. But you know, 
so it's not the best. I there's better. There's got to be better out than if there's not. Oh, I'm sure there are. Maybe literally does It's our new, our next podcast. Our next thing. Our next podcast is going to be. Although we can't call it the Ape Cast because he's a black man and that would totally be inappropriate. Well, but I'm a Jew and I fucking owe him back. So you know. All right. Fair enough. Fair. Fair enough. But I think it's it's special. It's especially interesting if you're a fan of hip hop. Um, it's fine if you're like a pop culture person, but also like Chicago, because it does tap into the Chicago scene, especially in that first episode about the Chicago hip hop scene. And like, dude, fucking Kanye matters. Yeah, he's a big and, deal. And mattered, you know? At, yeah, big deal. Big deal. Uh, so, yeah. There you go. And my third thing is, and and I would like to, if because I know he's listening, um, you're Brandon Johnson. And uh, former mayor Lori Lightfoot, I would like to invite you to uh, to join me in this uh, viewing experience. Um, I I don't know what came over me. I don't know if it's that my dad's real sick or that uh, and maybe dying anytime or that that the people that I work with are hayseeds and idiots. Um, I don't know what it is, but for some reason, I watched. Six seasons. Stop. 132 hours of SWAT on Paramount Plus. The the time. I I know. I'm just like, when I realized I'd finished all six seasons, 22 episodes per season, 132 episodes that I've watched in probably the last month. I mean, it's like, it's uncanny. And I went, why did I do it? Well, it's by, by the guys that made the shield, which it's, it's, I loved. And it's, it was fun. It was interesting. I like the characters. It's definitely copaganda, but it's sort of copaganda with a social justice angle. So that worked, you know? Um, but I think, uh, I think, uh, Brandon Johnson and Lori Lightfoot would learn a lot about, uh, policing. Cause I feel, Having watched 132 hours of SWAT, I feel like I could breach a crack house right now. Oh, come on. I know I know all the, the equipment they use. I know how to unlock a door with a thing. I know how to put bombs on a door that'll blow it in. I know how to take that 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 gun that you could wrap around the corner and shoot it. I know that there's like the the concussion grenades. I know all about that. I feel like I am a SWAT officer having watched 132 hours of it. So I recommend to anybody that wants to feel like like they could not not just they could be a SWAT officer that they actually are a qualified SWAT officer like me. Watch 132 hours of SWAT. <laughs> yeah, man, you're in a place. <laughs> I'm in Wichita. You're, it's a place, Wichita. There's cow. There's cow tipping. status. Yeah, there's cow tipping, and there's dialysis, and there's fucking SWAT. That's what's here. And I've and done the SWAT. And 35-year-old Apple face with a smoking hot girlfriend that doesn't seem right. That lives, lives in my it, building and it just makes no sense. Yeah, I'm telling you, none of this shit makes any sense I to me. I see these people. I need photos of these people. 
All right, next time I see him, I'm going to say, hey, hold on. Not in a creepy way. Smile. Over it. I no, I'm going to go, hey, my buddy in Chicago wants to see your episode. Smile in a real, smile big. And he's got these fucking like jack, like I don't even know how to describe it. It's like picket fence with like every other Just ticket tell them, is missing. Jesus Christ. Just tell them that your your friend in Chicago is recovering from a surgery and, you know, Needs all the prayers and joy that he can he can get. And hey, would you guys just smile and say a video even? Hey, feel better, David. And then I can see like movement and see how his facial structure, facial it's the, facial structure. It's, I'm telling you, it's you the worst. The, the thing is, he's not a bad. Like I said, he's a super nice guy. He's actually a really super nice guy. But what I can't What's get over name? is What's his I'm not gonna say his fucking name and I'm not gonna say his fucking Gap company name. Tooth roofing. Yeah, exactly. I'm not gonna do that. But uh all I can say is like when he because because I like are you looking to get a gap tooth thing? It's bad, Gap-tooth isn't it? Gap tooth roofing. No, he doesn't work for gap tooth roofing. Apparently he's just crying. They they work for him. Uh, uh whatever. All I all I can think of is like, okay, wait a minute. I don't think I'm a I mean, I don't. I certainly, that's wallet weight. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think I'm the greatest looking man alive. But you how, don't think how, so. Yeah, how, no shit. But it's like it's like, and I know that I ain't got a fucking apple mouth and a fucking gap tooth picket fence mouth. And he's got this incredibly hot chick. Now, there's every chance that she's a prostitute and he doesn't know it. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, maybe I just give him the book. I'll just give him the book and let him figure it out himself. Maybe you give her the book and the inscription in it says, just tell him. And, oh, then, your, and then your phone number. A straight guy. <laughs> and then a $5 bill with a post-it note that says, the other half when the job is done. I don't know. <laughs> you can listen to the Literate Ape Cast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or any place you find your podcast, Jones. If you enjoy listening to Two White Guys Holding Court, review or share the show on your own platforms, or throw us a few bucks on Patreon. For more information about Literate Ape, go to literateape.com and check out the rest of our podcasts, all of our writing, and our events. Music on the Apecast is courtesy of Mike Vinopal and Local Motive. You can find them all over Chicago and online at locomotiveband.com.